New Vision is a church that is about guiding people to lives of gospel transformation. Whether this is your first time listening with us or you're a regular listener, we're so happy that you're here. Monday through Friday, we release a podcast studying through a book of the Bible. Right now, we've focused our attention to the Gospel of John. Again, we're happy that you're here. We know God's going to do something great. Well, here we are, day one, with teaching pastor Nick Person. Nick, welcome. Man, it's good to be back. Are you ready to dive into this Gospel of John? Man, I am so excited to dive in to the Gospel of John. It's probably my favorite Gospel. All the Gospels are awesome, but I really, really love this Gospel. So we are practicing social distancing. Actually, this uh, for most of this uh, whole uh, whole podcast will be social distancing, I guess. You're diving into technology. How are you doing with that? Woo, man, it feels like a kid walking for the first time. So I feel like I'm kind of staggering a little bit, but man, I'm going to make it. My legs are going to get strong and eventually I'm going to be running. So here we go. All right. Well, here we go. You're stepping into John 1 verses 1 through 28. What translation you're reading out of? I am reading out of the CSB. All right. Well, let's go for it, friend. All right. Awesome. A little background on this gospel of John, the fourth gospel in the narrative of scripture in the New Testament. What I love about this gospel is the fact that John, the beloved disciple, is writing this gospel, writing this letter about his friend Jesus, who he recognized was fully God and was fully man. And Jesus did that, married those two together beautifully. And I love how John kind of gives you a glimpse of the fully God part of him and the fully man part of him all in the person of Jesus. And so we are going to dive right in and we're going to see what John uh, can teach us through his eyes and just walking with Jesus. So John chapter one, we're going to begin in verse one and it says this, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were created through him and apart from him. Not one thing that was created that has been created in him was life and that life was the light of man. That light shines in the darkness and yet the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Now we're talking about John the Baptist here. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was created through him. And yet the world did not recognize him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not of natural descent or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We observed his glory, the glory as the one and only son from the father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him and exclaimed, this was the one of whom I said, the one coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. Verse 16. Indeed, 
we have all received grace upon grace from his fullness. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the one and only son who is himself God and is at the father's side. He has revealed him. This was John's testimony when the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him, who are you? He didn't deny it, but he confessed, I am not the Messiah. What then? They asked him, are you Elijah? I am not, he asked. Are you the prophet? No, he answered. Who are you then? They asked. We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What can you tell us about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, just as Isaiah the prophet said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees, so they asked him, Why then do you baptize if you aren't the Messiah, or Elijah, or the prophet? I baptize with water, John answered them. Someone stands among you, but you do not know him. He is the one coming after me, whose sandal strap I'm not worthy to untie. All this happened in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. That was a lot of scriptures, but I want to highlight a few highlights for myself. And hopefully as you listen to this, you can walk this out better and be changed by what the word says. The first thing I want us to pay attention to is the first three verses. It says this in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were created through him and apart from him. Not one thing was created that has been created in him was life in that light of man. So here's what I love about those verses is this. It reminds us that Jesus is not this new concept. Jesus has always been a part of God and a part of the Trinity. He is not just this new idea. He's not someone new on the scene. He is someone that all creation was made through him and by him. And it shows us that he has equality with God, that he's on the equal level with God. And so this very image of God was made flesh and he became flesh to reveal his father. I love that. Verse five says this, that light shines in the darkness and yet the darkness did not overcome it. What I love about Jesus is that he is light. That means that the enemy and no darkness can ever overcome him because he is the light. Darkness can never overcome the light. And because of what Jesus has done, we have been invited to step into the light of Jesus. So that means for us that darkness cannot overcome us because we are in the presence of the giver of light. Jesus, verse eight. He was not the light. This is talking about John the Baptist, but he came to testify about the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. John the Baptist's job and calling was to tell everybody about the true light that does not fear the darkness and that overcomes the darkness. And here's how we're united with John the Baptist. We get to do the same thing because we have stepped into the light of Jesus. We get to tell everyone around us about this true light that darkness cannot overcome. And then it goes on in verse 12. It says, but to all who did receive him, he gave him the right to be children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not of natural descent or the will of the flesh or the will of man, 
but of God. So what that means is that Jesus has invited everyone to his family through his completed work, through his perfect life lived, and through his resurrection on the cross, he has invited everyone to dine at the table of the king. I love that. Verse 18, it says this, no one has ever seen God. The one and only son who is himself God is at the father's side. He has revealed him. What that reminds me of is that Jesus is the image of an invisible God. As Paul says later, he is the image of God. People had heard of God in this time. Their ancestors have been walking with God. But now when Jesus steps onto the scene, they are able to see God in flesh, God right before them. The person that they had heard of, the person they had prayed to was now in their presence in the person of Jesus. That changes the atmosphere that God stepped out of glory and into his creation. It revealed himself to people in a tangible way. So now God wasn't this far off God. He was someone that was very much in their midst. Woo! Come on. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And then verse 26, it says this, they're questioning John the Baptist, some of these Pharisees, some of these religious leaders. They say this, I, John responds to them and says, I baptize with water. John answered them, Someone stands among you, but you do not know him. He is the one coming after me, whose sandal strap I'm not worthy to untie. All this happened in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. What I love about this part is for one is that John the Baptist goes, hey, I want you to know that the one in who's I'm, who I'm making a way for, he is coming and I'm not worthy to untie his sandal or to tie his sandal. I'm not even worthy to touch his feet. And it says that all this happened across the Jordan where John the Baptist was baptizing. OK, if you know anything about me, I love shoes. And so right now, when John is mentioning about John the Baptist and how he is not fit, a fitting person to even touch the shoes of Jesus, I kind of perk up a little bit because what John is saying is this person, this king is so far greater than me. I'm not even worthy to touch his sandals, but yet he has allowed me the opportunity to point the finger to him and to tell all others about him and that he is the light and that he is the way. I kind of think of it this way. If Michael Jordan called me up on the phone and said, hey, Nick, you know, I have a little time on my hands. Do you want to go play one-on-one -on -one basketball? I think for me, how I was would respond to Michael Jordan is kind of similar to how John the Baptist is responding to Jesus. Hey, Michael Jordan, I'm not even worthy enough to tie up your J's. I'm not even worthy to touch your J's because of the level of player in which you are. And so what John the Baptist is saying, listen, I don't even compare to this Jesus because he is God in flesh. He is the maker of all things. He is the creator of all things. And he is the light of the world. I'm not worthy to touch his sandal. But let me just tell you, he has invited me not only to touch his sandal, but he's invited me to sit at his table. That's a game changer. And hear me, you have been invited to sit at the table of this king as well. He has invited you. He has made a way for you. And he is saying, hey, come and sit at my table. I have done all the work. All you have to do is accept it. So I hope today that you keep a proper view of Jesus, because when we have a proper view of Jesus, it changes the way we walk in the daily practices of our lives. So may you walk differently in light of who your king is. 
May you live differently in light of the fact that God in flesh stepped out of heaven, lived the perfect life, and has invited you into relationship with him. This truly is a game changer. May we live our lives in a posture that reflects the goodness in who Jesus is. Guys, what a great day we get to walk in knowing that our king is in front of us. Our king is on his throne and he knows what he's doing and he has invited us into a relationship with him. Let us rejoice together and walk differently in light of that. Yeah, man. Great job. Thanks, man. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Join us tomorrow as we continue through the Gospel of John. See you guys then.